Mr. Anderson, welcome back to the podcast studio for this special edition uh, podcast today. Not episode 24, this is Ranger Country, but instead, special edition, the Gridiron Growler. We're here today to just talk about old guys getting together, risking injuries, getting muddy, being cold, and playing some football. So why don't you go ahead and take the mic and tell us all about this much-loved tradition. John, thanks for having me, and thanks for making this happen. This is one of my favorite days of the year. I have you know four or five days just circled and highlighted on the calendar, and the Gridiron Growler game is without a doubt one of my favorite days of the year. So the Gridiron Growler game started in 2015. It was um, a, group of fellow, a group of good friends and I, uh, former wrestlers, former athletes and dads that live in the area, and we were sitting around talking one night talking about how you know wouldn't it be great if we got together and, and threw the pigskin around did a flag football game and i said let's do it and it was all it was guys from my ada league or ada uh, softball league team and it was some like i said some wrestling coaches and we just gathered on the forest hills administration field one saturday one cold saturday morning in november and we picked november because much of the youth soccer was done um it was into playoff football and a lot of the youth football was done it's that perfect kind of window before the wrestling season begins and we gathered and john it was a collision of 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 just muscle and grit and sinew it was tough and this group of guys there was only about a dozen of us well we played i think either 8v8 or 9v9 flag football and the original crew we really didn't have it was kind of like i imagine what original football was we didn't have like a ton of rules down it was nose to nose on the line full collision blocking um on the line and it was flag football but within about like three plays it was pretty much tackle and um, there was a lot of sore dudes the next day and I admittedly although I was in pretty good shape at the time I don't think I could walk the next day so a lot of fun and then you joined us the second year I did I for the 2016 the rendition I so. don't remember how you got me into it I think you might have I might have stopped by your classroom when you were setting it up and you're like hey I need a guy uh, <laughs> or would you be interested in doing this and like you said, the beauty of it, I remember that first year vividly. I went out there um, expecting to play some flag football. And then within like three plays, I realized, oh, so we're knocking people down and then taking their flags off. Correct. And frankly, I was still young enough at that point that I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> but it, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, so we've got players this year that range in age from 24 to 54. And we got 24 year olds out we there. We got 24 year olds out there. And so it ranges in age, but. Everybody there, I, the, the reason we started this and the reason it continues is I think because of a strong belief in the strenuous life. And I send out these series of emails that leads up, right? Like one month, one month out. Motivational music, you give us the countdown, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, the countdown, we do a draft. John and I did a draft. And so what it has morphed into, it's, it's almost like a club. It's, it's very much your, it's like membership in this kind of like strenuous life club where we show up each year and it, it's as fun to look forward to it as it is to play in it. And if you scroll down, actually, if you go to uh, 
gridirongrowler.com, you can go and you can see all the different archives and all the different results. But uh, in the past, so the first year, it, 2015, it was the River Rats beat the Brawlers, and the Brawlers tied it up 13-13, or excuse me, we, we, um, it was 13-14, and the last play of the game, we went for two and the pass was dropped in the end zone. And so that's been like a legendary, mythical end of the game. Oh, so you went like the game. Seahawks on it. You, yes. you had that victory in your grip we and could, you let it slip between we, your we, fingers. We could have kicked the field goal and tied it up and put it in overtime, but I think we were all like too worn at the time. Oh, yeah. And we were like, all right, we're just going to go for two. And the River Rats won it. And then uh, Eric Jurgensen, who was a, a part of that original crew, was like, I hate the name River Rats. We need to change it. And that's when we came up with the Cascade Crushers and the Brawlers. So were you you were on the Brawlers? I was on the year? Burton Street Brawlers because okay. my house was on the was, my house was on Burton Street and the field is on Burton Street. So we came up with the Burton Street Brawlers. My cousin Mike Anderson came up with that name. And uh, so then the next year was the Cascade Crushers, twenty six over the Brawlers, twenty one. And then the Brawlers finally uh, achieved victory, thirty six to six in 2017, 2018, Brawlers twenty, Crushers six. 2019 brawlers 31 crusher zero and that's when we were kind of like okay we got to we got to maybe mix up these teams a little bit better do more of a draft and then i said okay john you're the captain of the cascade commanders and we kind of rebranded the team and i'll be the captain of the whitneyville growlers and we'll do this like back and forth I'll be honest with you. I there wasn't a draft. I don't think in 2019, but I, you had already made me the captain of that, <laughs> that year. That we it was 31 to zero. That was a that was a difficult no, no, no. year. There wasn't a draft in 2019. There was a draft in 2020. 2020, right? Yeah. I was I was the quote unquote captain of in 2019 though of the Crushers, and I drew up some plays and stuff, and it none of it none of it worked. <laughs> none of it worked because but, the, I mean Mark Labros was just killing us. So I mean, yeah, he, he he's a beast. He's a beast, and that's the reason we're here today. Is we're here to give just a really quick preview of the teams and talk a little bit about the players and some of the guys that maybe aren't going to that aren't going to be here this year that we're really going to miss this year. And uh, it's all made possible by the fact that we have these great uh, committed officials. We have Dan and big Dan Anderson, my dad, he played uh, football at fair state university uh, with his good friend, Lyle Breen, Lyle Breen. I was uh, roommates with Travis Breen in, in college. He played ball at Travis uh, at fair state as well. Um, before transferring over to Central Michigan. And Dan and Lyle actually played on the Fair State team. Lyle was um, uh, on the team uh, and, and, and an incredible player uh, the, for the Fair State Bulldogs. So it's really fun to get those two back together. And uh, they get to uh, kind of it's a little show of camaraderie and get to see each other and they get to be on the football field. And I know that if they could, they'd be in the trenches with us. Oh, and it would be, I, I believe that for sure. And I still believe they could get on the field and play. But uh, – also, Rick Ketcher is an official this year. He's new to the ranks. We usually have Bill Alexander, right. who retired after he won the, the uh, Halfback Howler Award. The Halfback Howler Award is the award for the MVP of the game. So 2016 Some, was the last year he played then? 2016 was the last year I believe he played, and um, it, I think so. In, in 2017, yeah, Bill Alexander, he, he played in 2015. He played 2016. He may have played 2017. I feel like he played 2017, Okay, too. he may I have played, I played 2017. Because I didn't play the first year. I'm pretty sure I played two years with him. Okay, so Bill, you if you're have... out there, you need to confirm. I know, he, but like I said, he won the Halfback Holler Award, and Bill was incredible. He, he was. an incredible game. He was, a, he was more of a pocket-passing quarterback. Yes. I mean, he was he was definitely the quarterback of the team, and, and he did a great job. He was in the pocket, and that was back when we had nose-to-nose blocking. It was pretty rough and tumble oh, in there. Yeah. And I, I know I personally broke through the line a few times, and I could not get my hands on him because, well, he's not 
Um, he's not going to be sprinting down the field and uh, like sliding for first downs. He's quick in his his lateral so movements. Quick. Yes, Bill is so quick, and he he is such an athlete. Um, and I I one time I was going after him because I'm a D end, and I went after him and kind of bounced off of him. I mean, quite <laughs> frankly, like I went to not tackle him, but like I said, it's a little bit of it's a game of collision, and he just like hip checked me, and I he put me right on my. On my behind, I, I mean, was gonna the guys. He's 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 tough. He's quick. He throws from the pocket real well. We miss him, but we're glad to have him. He's actually out of town this weekend. Uh, his daughter has a field hockey tournament, so um, we'll, we'll he'll be one of the guys that we'll miss. So field hockey. Any, so that's one of those sports that you get into if you're a girl and you really want to be brutal. So yeah. that must be the case for her. <laughs> yeah, Did, that that lineage has been passed been on. Passed on, but we'll we'll miss Bill. But uh, anyways, just a quick breakdown here, and and we can give a little bit of background on each player. Some guys are new, and. Um, Let's uh, let's talk about the Cascade Commanders. Your team first. Uh, so, John, you're you're the Cascade uh, Commander captain, and uh, John, you play uh, kind of. We kind of play similar. Uh, you do sub in at wide receiver, but you're mainly at offensive line, kind of center, center, yeah, center, and then you play pass rusher and linebacker. See, the problem with me being a wide receiver is. Uh, uh, I have really good hands. I will catch the ball if you throw it to me, but I am not that fast. You In do fact, have a touchdown. I do have a touchdown. You have a touchdown. Yep, I have one touchdown, which I actually ran like 50 yards for, <laughs> which is uh, definitely out of character. But I think everybody assumed that Jake Mills was going to take me down and then just stopped trying. And when I somehow <laughs> slipped out of his arms, everybody was so gobsmacked it's a long that they just froze. It, it's a long field. We play a 100-yard hundred, hundred field. field. Yeah, full length, yeah. Full length field. So, yeah, if you break away, sometimes it's like, ah. Yeah, not <laughs> Let worth him it. Go. Let him go. But uh, so John's our cat. John's our captain. Then we have Andrew Balsito, who is a teacher here in the building. And Andrew Balsito, this is his second year. Uh, 165 pounds, five foot ten. He runs a 5.0 or better 40, and he's in that 61 to 75 push-up range. And uh, Andrew is the running back, wide receiver, offensive lineman. He kind of does a little bit of everything: pass rusher, guard, safety, defensive back. He's a he's, he's a, utility a utility player. player for sure. Yeah, utility player. And then we have uh, Nick Milanowski goes by the nickname Chappie. And Nick, uh, number eighty-four, wide receiver, offensive lineman, guard, pass rusher, linebacker. Uh, he's two fifteen, and he he's quick, and he has a collection of tackles. So he's one of those guys that he again he kind of does it all. He's a big guy. He used to play football back in the day. And uh, he's, he's not much of a wide receiver these days. He's mostly playing on the offensive line or the defensive line because it requires more uh, muscle and less running. And so that's kind of his forte in this day and age. But he's a tough guy. He likes breaking through the line and trying to get some sacks. And, and he's not afraid to smash into a guy. Because uh, one of the things as an offensive player, if you're running the ball – uh, since it's flag football, sometimes you try to evade and shoot to the side. Sometimes you just run right into him. He's not afraid to get run no, into and still I've, take those I've flags down. I've collided with Nick a few times. For and, sure. Uh, yeah, it's always with mixed results. Castillo uh, is one I tried to get out of the way, but Castillo, <laughs> there's a few guys man, I do not yeah, want to get freight trained We'll talk trained about by. Mike Castillo. Yeah, he'll, he'll freight train you. And then speaking of freight trains, Nick Ketcher, uh, in, in my opinion, one of the best athletes on the field. Nick is uh, a running back. He's a wide receiver, safety D-back. And at 5'10", 170, he is still as quick as he was in, in, in high school or college. Um, he's a halfback holler winner. He was MVP of the game. In, in 2019, had a, had a heck of a game that year, number zero, and uh, he just does a heck of a job. Nick Nick is uh, kind of the heart and soul of his team. I think you know him, yeah. him and Mike are really kind of like the guts of the 
of the Cascade Commanders. True. Yeah, Nick Ketcher is he's a pure athlete. I think that guy could probably just run forever. I mean, of the people who are in peak <laughs> condition, peak quote unquote for some of us, he's literally in peak condition for for his age. Yeah. So Nick, Nick is uh, 43 years old and and still in, in tip top shape. So he'll be a threat on the field at running back. And as a DN, we're going to try to contain him, but he's been difficult to catch up to. If he gets past you and he gets uh, he gets some open field, he's gone. This uh, is true. He is he is fast in the open yeah, field. And, and no Nick doubt. has one of the unique distinctions. There's there's uh, I think three or four guys who have played in every single uh, gridiron growler game. And Nick is one of them, but Castillo is one of them. Nick is one of my sidekicks in, in like every crazy idea I come up with, which it, which it could be a 50, 50 mile hike, or we're going to go to a Spartan race in Vermont. Nick is, is like shotgun. So yep. um, glad to have him. It'll be his seventh of seven uh, gridiron growler games. I remember the time we did a Spartan beast together, you and I and Casey and, and Nick. And I remember watching you guys disappearing over the <laughs> bluff after I said, no, God, just go, just go. Yeah, just go. Yeah. And uh, just trying to keep up with Nick is, is a great, is a great mission. Um, then we get Noah Coleman, Noah Coleman, first, first appearance, Noah Coleman, FHC graduate. He's going to come in at number 10 wide receiver D back uh, on defense. He's uh, he's uh, five foot nine, one eighty, five five or better can uh, hit up to 60 push-ups. It's his first time. I look forward to having uh, Noah in the ranks and admitting him into the great club of Gridiron Growlers. It's always great to meet a new guy that's willing to get out there and get dirty. And then, of course, Mark Labrosse. What do you say about Mark Labrosse? Um, quarterback, um, it, and we basically have to flip a coin each year to see which team he's on because, let's face it, I think, um, you know, other than the early years, almost every time he, he's on the winning side, and if he's not, he's throwing dimes and touchdowns. I mean, the he guy is. throws ropes. He's 42, 43 years old. Um, he brings passion and a wealth of knowledge, and he'll throw off his back foot 40, 50 yards. Yeah, he, he's a scrambler, too. You can't get your hands on that guy. It, the only guy I can think of in the NFL that measures up, obviously his his throw accuracy is definitive in our little group, but he scrambles like a Lamar Jackson, like for the Very Baltimore so. Ravens. You cannot catch him. If no. you if you flush him out, you're going to regret it because he might yeah. just run it the rest of the way down the field and and score that touchdown. Yeah, and, so. and we've we've adjusted our defensive um, plan because of that over the years. Because if you if you just go if you blitz him every time and he's out of the pocket, that's where he's really good. And he find, he he goes around the end, and you're you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. He'll get 15, 20 yards every time. And if you leave him alone for a long time in the backfield, he's going to he's yeah, going to find he's somebody to pick you apart. Yeah. So so Mark Labrosse definitely um he uh, he's won the halfback howler award. He's one of our uh, our stalwarts. I think he's been there every year. Um, he's another guy that's uh, been here. He makes the trip up from Detroit each year. And he's Justin Sinclair's it. brother-in-law, and we really appreciate it. So good to see you. And he goes by Gramps, but he does not play like that. Hmm. Um, Adam Scripps. Adam Scripps, local uh, local dad. His uh, his uh, sons are in the youth wrestling program and go to Pine Ridge. A-train. He's going to be running back, wide receiver, pass rusher, linebacker, 6'3", 200. He's an athlete. So he's going to be a welcome addition to the Cascade Commanders. Very cool. Um, and then we have uh, Jordan uh, Cicarillo uh, or Cicarillo. He's he's a new uh, Cicarillo. Yeah. Cicarillo, new acquaintance of mine, and I know he's new to the area. And we're glad to have him. He can play quarterback, running back, wide receiver, pass rusher. So he'll be a backup at quarterback to Mark Labrose. Seems like I'm going to stick with his nickname of Jasic. <laughs> Jasic, yeah. Seems and, easier uh, to say. At 172, at a 5.5 or better, and. 75 or more push-ups. He's going to be in tip-top shape. So looking forward, I'm sure, for you to add him to the ranks. Um, and then we have Brian Verwise, number 27. Verwise is the favorite uh, target 
of uh, Mark Labros. They're good friends. They go back to their time when they, they both lived in Florida. Brian is a uh, 98 graduate of Forest Hill Central. He was on some very good de- teams, uh, played for Tim McGee back in the day. He's wide receiver, pass rusher, linebacker, safety and D-back at six foot 225. He is quick, and he finds open field. And if he finds open field, Mark's going to find him. So whoever the safety or D-back is, they got to stay on him because if he finds open field, Mark finds him. And he's had I don't know how many touchdowns. Um, he's been a halfback holler winner, catches, runs the ball. He does it all. Yeah, I'll tell you, the big difference between him and like you and I, who didn't actually play uh, high school football, you can just tell the way, like he'll he'll catch the ball over the shoulder, he'll catch it in stride and keep running, whereas you and I, or, or people who didn't play, uh, not professionally, but in high school or in college, we, we usually end up turning back to the ball and trying to catch it you know, right in the chest and the hands and the stomach. He'll just catch it in his yeah. hands and oh, keep going. Yes, that and you is can very tell much. He brings a wealth of knowledge and experience that he plays taller than six foot. Yes, when I think of Brian Verwise playing football, there's a highlight last year where LeBros connects on a 40-yard pass for a touchdown, and he does. He catches it over his right shoulder. And, and he probably never broke stride. No, he never just kept broke on stride. Going. Kept going. So Brian's going to be a real threat on the field. And then we have uh, Mr. El Paso himself, Mike Castillo, number 23. Mike is a running back, wide receiver, pass rusher, linebacker, safety D-back. Um, he's, uh, Mike is a fantastic athlete. I mean, he's one of the best athletes I've ever, pure athletes I've ever known. Um, I know wrestling is not always translative, but Mike was a state champion in high school, uh, state two-time state finalist. He's a halfback holler winner, catches, runs the ball well. He, he, you put him at running back, you put him at O-line, you put him at wide receiver. He's a threat everywhere on the field, and he's made some of the most remarkable catches I've seen in the Gridiron Growler game history. And he's probably, I don't know if it bears this out with the information we have here, but he's probably the fastest guy on the field. Yeah, one I of could the be wrong, it's, but it's he is. It's between him and, uh, and, and catcher and maybe Herney as far as the fastest guys on the field. And Maybe we should line them up and have them do a, yeah, a sprint at the little, beginning just to see yeah, who takes little, it. Yeah, very much so. We, sh- we, could, have a, we could have a nice little race uh, post-game. Post-game right? sounds post-game even better. so they don't blow out the We'll do it at JT's through. in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> very good. And then next up we have Stretton Franovic. Stretton, it's his first game, but Stretton has high school experience. He can play it all. He put, he put down everything, and I believe him. He's 6'3", 220. 6'3", that's the tallest guy better. out there then, huh? He's one of the tallest guys out there, and uh, he can play, you know, I can see him at wide receiver. He's a heck of an offensive lineman. And uh, Stretton is super strong. He's a very good athlete. He's smart. Um, and uh, he's one of our wrestling assistant coaches here now. And uh, glad to have him a part of the ranks. Welcome to the club, Stretton. Look forward to, well, I don't look forward to being against you this game. Um, then we have Colin Littler. Colin is a veteran of the game, wide receiver, safety D-back at 5'9", buck 90. He's made, he made some crucial um, pass blocks, and he's made a, a, an, an inter- interception, interception that it was really crucial at a crucial, I think it was the, own, the 19 game, uh, perhaps, but uh, I, I specifically remember it. It was like to end the game. It was to put it away. I'm not sure um, there was anything crucial in the 19 game <laughs> because 19 was the well, year might, that went 31 It might have been last year then. but I uh, think it might have been crucial, like putting us out of our misery. Yeah, like, <laughs> like game over. Yeah, but thank- uh, Colin, definitely, you know, welcome uh, veteran of the game and, and good to have him back. And then we have your, your buddy. Uh, Andy Nims, a legend, uh, the bull. Andy Nims, the bull. Yes, the he's bull. a big guy. He's, I think he's also 6'3 on there. I like what he put down for his 40 time, not hurting my hamstring. That's, <laughs> he didn't even give us a time. He's like, I don't run. I, uh, will, I will save my time yep. for the field. 
And uh, again, one of those guys that I hate to be across from. He is not afraid of a collision and some physicality. And uh, he's one of the most physical players on the field. And, and certainly he's been there. I think he's played in uh, six out of the last seven games. Yep. And I always, recruited him that I, first year. I always think you about, I forget about this, but he's actually quite a bit younger than us. I mean, you, Brad, are 40. I'll be... Well, no, I won't be 40 by the time we play this game, but I'll be close. Andy's only like 36. So he's got, you know, I know that doesn't seem young to the rest of the people maybe listening, but those four years, those, those, are, four, those are crucial years. <laughs> they make a huge difference. I feel different My now than I did years. at 38. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the bull. He's going to be a tough guy. And then, holy shit, Joel Schick, wide receiver. Safety holy shit. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> he, he's making a return, uh, I believe, last year. He was... He had some. He, his kids play travel ball, and they're all over the place. Incredible athletes, and and Joel though he's a threat at wide receiver. He's a good safety, good D back. He's one of the most passionate players on the field, and I know he looks forward to it every year. So glad to have Joel back in the ranks, and he's a part of that club that's played in many of the incarnations and been on the winning team. So glad to have Joel, and then uh, Pete Miller. Pete Miller's making the return after a couple of year hiatus. Pete, uh, Pete, I believe, was a rugby player in college. Uh, Pete played one year, I believe this was back in 2016 or 2017, where he was one of the most physical guys on the field. Definitely don't like lining up against him at wide receiver, running back, safety, D-back, or D-end. And, and so welcome back to Pete. And then uh, Michael Moore. Wide receiver, offensive lineman, guard, pass rusher, linebacker. Uh, he is um, one of the toughest guys I know. Michael Moore, he's, I mean, I don't want to give away his age, but I know he's hes north of 50. He still gets out there. He fights hard. He's in the game. Dear Lord, I hope when I'm 50, I'm still on the on the field fighting at the gridiron. Yep, his, uh, his claim to fame says a few blocks here, a few tackles there, and made it out in one piece. <laughs> Very true. Uh, so that's that's the Cascade Commanders, and how do you feel? How are you feeling about your team this year, John? You know what? I feel really good, Brad. That's a lot of that's a lot of tough beef on that team. Uh, we got some height, we got some size, we got some hands, and uh, we've got a great quarterback. So we're going to be a tough team to beat, I think. Yeah, I, I I I agree. You know, we came up with these teams, and I think they're pretty evenly matched. We went. I agonized over it. I know that I, I passed the the. Uh, roster over to you you take a look at it and the catcher takes a look at it and we do this kind of like pseudo draft and just make sure and the main thing is is to have a we want an even game we want it we We want want it to be competitive we want a competitive fourth quarter both teams are playing because yeah that 2019 game where we were kind of like eh, like we're we're done i want to keep playing just because I got to wait a year, but there comes a point where you're like, all right, let's stick a fork in it. But those years where it was like 26, 21 and 2016, um, even the 2018 year, I fully, I think it was tied last year. It was tied. I know that you weren't there last year, but it was tied. It was a huge it, offensive it was game last huge year. Huge offensive game. 34. Tied at halftime. It went back and forth. The lead changed several times. It was a great game. So those are the games you want. So you know, even um, the uh, the 2019 game, uh, although it finished out as 0-31, as as I recall, that game was pretty tight. It's just that. There were several big, wide-open breakaways. It was 0-0 at halftime. It was, and then we had some, like, blown coverage in the secondary, and so, you know, LeBros lofted one out there, and one of his uh, top receivers just picked it and ran ran in, and that happened to us, I don't know, three or four yeah, times. And then I'm sure just, Castillo got a few in I there, too. It, I think it was the third quarter that uh, definitely was the death knell. So, it all went to pieces, um, yep. Whitneyville Growlers. Whitneyville Growlers, proud of this team. Um, I'm I'm the all-time center in offensive lineman and pass rusher and linebacker. Which is an eligible receiver, let's not forget. As yeah, centers, we're still eligible receivers. Eligible receivers, and I uh, look forward to getting on the field. I, I live for this day. I really enjoy it, and, and so can't wait to be in the ranks with – 
my fellow Gridiron Growlers, which include uh, Keith Van Strait, Keith Van Strait, wide receiver, D-back um, at 5'7", 215. He is fast. He, he won the Gridiron Growler his first game playing. He has several uh, interceptions, a lot of great times, he said, and uh, he's one of the most deceiving guys on the field because he showed up that first year and... You know, I, we welcomed him out. He had uh, moved back from Colorado, uh, state finalist wrestler at Grand Haven. We knew he was a good athlete. We knew he was tough. And, uh, man, he lit it up uh, in, in 2017. And every year he's a factor on the field. So glad to have him in our ranks. Um, and then we have Kyle Carhart. Kyle Carhart. Coach Carhart. And Kyle Carhart, I think he's my. I think he's probably one of my dad's favorite players uh, because he he same thing. His last two years, he has lit it up at wide receiver at six four. So I guess uh, six three isn't the tallest. Yep. It's six no, four. No, six four. He's got a wingspan yeah. on him too. He's got long arms. He's a basketball player, so he knows how to jump. He handful, can play tall. Handful of receptions, touchdown catches. Two years participating. Kyle is going to be uh, definitely one of the favorite targets of our quarterback, Matt Mills. Travis Eisen, number 34. Travis is kind of a utility guy. Him and I kind of uh, work in the same, um, work from the same trenches. Uh, he's a running back, wide receiver, offensive lineman, pass rusher, linebacker, D-back at 190, 5'5". Uh, he does the little things that don't show up in the stat sheet, and uh, that's true. He He's one of those guys that gets the tackle here, pass block there, gets a few uh, short yards, and um, Travis is definitely a good utility player. And then we have uh, Cinny D, Mr. Justin Sinclair. One of the, uh, it's also one of his favorite days Cine of the year. D. Cine D, love his passion. He's running back, pass rusher, and I, I'm going to say I think he's the best linebacker on the field. Justin can read offensives, uh, offenses, and he's he's one of the best defensive players. He's fast, and um, he does have a few touchdowns and many many tackles. And I'm thinking Sinclair must have played some ball back in high school at some point or something along those lines because he did. he's the kind of guy who, if you're lining up with him. On the D line, he's like, "Let's run this stunt," and you're like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, he he's did. Like, you do this, I do this. He does this. He, you know, he sets up defensive plays and he kind of runs the defense. Yeah, Justin is very much. He's he's kind of our defensive captain on the field, and you know, obviously, state champion in high school wrestler, uh, two time state finalist. Justin is is very physical. He's in great shape. He always comes ready to play, and he plays with a lot of passion. And he doesn't take he doesn't sit out many plays. He's yeah, he's I, he's in really good shape. I don't know about this this nickname Cinny D. I think I, I've always thought of him as the general when he's on the defensive <laughs> side of things. Yeah, he's running he things, making he is, calls. He's always, so. There's great pictures of him like pointing mm -hmm. and kind of like adjusting us, and so. Yeah, looking forward to being in the ranks with him. The uh, general. Let's see if I can make that the stick. The general. It's better. Cindy D's stuck for a while, but the general's <laughs> pretty good. Josh McConkey. Josh McConkey's a new addition. Running back, safety, D-back, 5'11", buck uh, 98. He's quick as well. And, um, you know, looking looking to uh, make an impact this year. So glad to have Josh a part of it. He's a uh, youth wrestling and youth football dad and uh, really glad to have him. Uh, Dan Norco, running back, number four. Defensive back, 5'11", buck 95. He is fast. He scored a couple of touchdowns. Dan Norco is always a threat on the field. And, um, you know, certainly glad to have him back. He's played in many of the games. I think this might be his fifth game. Yes. He's there in the beanie in the in the, uh, in the blue shirt. Um, so Dan, right, yep. Dan is definitely um, one of those guys when he gets to the outside and he gets a little bit of open field, he uh, – He's he's, he's, to uh, he's tossed the ball a few times as quarterback he has, too. Or yeah, kind of that halfback yep. pass. Um, uh, Phil Kowach, number five. Phil Kowach, uh, great name of mine. Wide receiver, pass rusher, linebacker, safety. Uh, he's made a number of. Uh, he, he says the same thing. Live to play another year, but Phil's being modest because he had a number of pass blocks. He's he's made a number of key receptions. So glad to have him in the ranks as well. And then our quarterback, Matt Mills. 
Matty oh, Ice. I love his making... cocky statement at the end when you get get, get through your stuff, and then I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you. Yeah. But uh, Matt is making the special trip back from Chicago just for this. I said, "Hey, are you gonna make it back this year?" He goes, "Coach, I canceled everything this weekend. I'm gonna make it back, and I'm so glad." And Matt is uh, he scrambles. He he's very um, he. He's very athletic. He's one of the most athletic people I know. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And I, you know, and yeah, I put him in the ranks with Ketcher and Castillo. Super athletic. Um, he can do it all. He can run, pass. He can kick. He's going to be a threat on defense. And so, Matt, uh, thank you for making the trip back. If you need a, 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 you know, a gas card, I'll I'll be happy to give you. That's how professional sports yeah, that, started. That's, that's right. Right. That's how it started. Hey, you know, he said uh, he said his strengths are touchdowns and tackles all day. Juke and coach Ketcher comes often so <laughs> so shots fired yep and i think uh that's that's been a friendly rivalry all the way back since the days when and they'll when be matt, lining uh, up on separate sides yeah so. they will be lining up and, and it'll be a good little uh, competition and then his brother joe mills is a new addition joe can also play quarterback um running back wide receiver pass rusher joe played in high school he was a high school wrestler as well first year excited to have him back he's in really great shape saw him the other day he's trim he's been lifting training running and uh, Joe is uh, is a happy addition to the gridiron or to the gridiron growler game, especially to our ranks. And then Josh Palmer, uh, also a new addition. He'll play running back, wide receiver, safety, and D back. He's a friend of um, Dan Norco's and uh, first time out. So looking forward to see what uh, what he has to offer in his rookie season. Then Austin Winjet. Austin Winjet played for the state championship Mona Shores teams about four or five years ago when oh, Mona dang. Shores was just getting uh, their sea legs under them, the Sailors. And he's a he's one ninety five six foot runs a five or better first invite um his his father pat winjet played college ball and is a good hunting buddy of my dad's is this our 24 year old uh, this is well mills is i think mills is 24 25 okay so the, the mills and him are two of our younger they're guys. young yep. yeah so glad to have him in the ranks and, and and welcome austin to the uh to the team and then ian ripmaster offensive lineman and guard uh, Ian uh, he has a great mind for football and a great eye for football. He's one of the guys that helps off. He's going to help us chalk the field this year. And uh, certainly uh, one of his goals is to not get injured, but he's being very humble there. He had a lot of great pass blocks. He's a good pass rusher and uh, yeah, glad he's out and, and living the strenuous life and in, in, in a part of the club. And then my, my good buddy, um, best man at my wedding, Tyler Klein is uh, if he gets a buck, hopefully this week, he's going to be one of our O linemen, pass rusher and D back. Um, at 510 buck 90 he's still fast he's still strong and he's one of the meanest dudes i know so him showing up is contingent on whether or not he gets a, a deer is that <laughs> what i'm understanding <laughs> he's i'm praying that he gets a buck this week because he is uh, again he he is one of the me- he was my roommate through college he's one of the toughest guys i know he's also one of the most humble and quiet guy you would never know it but that guy I, i've been trying to get him to come down but he lives in mount pleasant he's the head wrestling coach at mount pleasant so it doesn't always work for him you know it's an hour and a half journey so he said brad if i get a buck this year i'm coming down so Tyler, if you're listening in the tree stand right now, get that buck. I need you down here. Just take the button buck, man. It doesn't have to be a huge buck. Right. Just, if you see him wandering by, get him. Get him. And then our final team member, Jason Reable. Jason Reable, one of my favorite players. I've lined up against him the past several years, and uh, we moved him over to the to the Growlers uh, simply because just a little bit of a change up and uh, have him on their team, in our team. And uh, Jason has played several years. He's one of the guys that has played year after year, and uh, he's a freight train at linebacker. He's a really good linebacker in D end. And, he, and he's one of the guys that I lined up the first year that put me on my butt several times. He's one of the reasons I couldn't walk for like three days. Oh yeah. There's, I mean, they'll get you if you're not ready for that contact at the 
line. That's a whole different yeah, ball game. Yeah, and he was nose guard, and I was center, and he just like lit me up several times. So, Jason, looking forward to having you on the Growlers, Growler team this year. And then, uh, John, we've had some really special players, a part of our ranks, that might not be here for a variety of reasons, injury, fall weddings, uh, but we would do well to mention them. Isaac Haywood is still the only undefeated player. Isaac's 5-0. and He's been he had the fortunate nature and been on every winning team. So uh, he's skipping this year so he can uh, retire with that uh, well, victory belt? Well, he's going, is that what's going to on? the Michigan State football game this weekend. He is one of the biggest fans, Michigan State fans. He was there this past weekend in their victory over Michigan. That explains and... his really ugly cornhole boards. Uh, that makes <laughs> sense to me now. Yeah, exactly. So Isaac will miss him. Dave Tyler, Dave who Tyler. is a gridiron growler game legend in my book. Uh, Dave Tyler, we'll miss him. And where's yep. he at this he's, weekend? Uh, so he's newly married, and his wife has family that they're getting married out in Wisconsin. And so he, uh, it wasn't even a choice. He 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 uh, he had to go with his wife and see uh, her grandmother. This is probably one of her last uh, big family get-togethers. So. I mean, newly married, wife wants you to go to the wedding, grandma's not going to make it much longer. Uh, he had to give up the he football for that. I makes understand. sense. I understand. Well, we'll miss you, Dave Tyler. And then Eric Gruber, Eric Gruber, um, he actually got, uh, he was injured this summer during our rugby. We did some old guys rugby, 7v7 seven verse, seven seven rugby, and he's still, he's almost there. Uh, I think he's going to be back soon. And, uh, Man, Eric what kind of injury him. did you give him? He's it was, still injured? I think he broke his ankle. Uh, I don't like to ever wow. give up injuries on, but dude, we were, we were playing hard. Oh, that's it was a very right. physical game. And that's uh, right. yeah, he's, he's over, he's recovering and he'll be back. Eric's going to play for many more years. And he's one of more, one of our more enthusiastic uh, players in the game. And I'm going to miss him, but I know, I think he might come uh, towards the, towards the end of the game. And then we have uh, Eric Jurgensen was a part of the original crew and he retired a few years back, but he always shows up to toast the teams. Mitch Herniak is coaching at GVSU. Um, he's the head uh, coach at uh, Grand Valley State University Wrestling, and so he'll be at a tournament. And then, of course, um, the, the game is played in memory of one of our favorite uh, guys, um, Greg Williamson. Yep, and Greg so Williamson. We're going to miss Greg Williamson. He's looking down, smiling from heaven. This is one of his favorite games of the year, and so we're gonna, we'll are gonna miss you, Greg, but we play in your honor. And then yep. your good buddy. Yep, my good buddy Jason Dow is going to be missing this year. He, I can't remember if, if it was a Michigan State, uh, I think, as well. I think he might be there where Isaac is. And uh, between between playing football and possibly getting injured or going to a Michigan State game, I guess he uh, he went with the Michigan State game. But, yeah, just uh, one more shout-out to uh, to our friend Greg, who, who passed. Uh, he was uh, a light out there. I mean, he was always excited. Gregarious. Yep, he was even the year that he uh, took a finger or a thumb in the eye. Do you remember oh, that? Man, Shattered too, his yeah. sunglasses. He was pretty pissed about that, but he still smiled the whole time and had a good time. Yeah. So he was always a great guy to have on the field, and uh, he will be sorely missed. And then Mike Anderson, my cousin Mike Anderson, uh, who uh, oh, it didn't even occur to me that get, Mike's not playing this year. I know Mike. Mike again. He has played in six out of the last seven games. Mike, fierce is one competitor. of the fiercest guys on the field, and so we do well to you know save the best for last. Mike is a legend in the gridiron ground. Game Indeed ranks. he is. Is he not? I mean, he. there's many great stories. I mean, he is all over the field. He's so enthusiastic. And he's and only got one first, gear, and it is on. It he is, is always on. Yeah, he's a D-end, and, and if you are the opposing quarterback, it's it's scary when you see Mike Anderson coming your way. True, because his elbows get a little sharp sometimes. But they do. Hey, you got to appreciate hey, his tenacity and his intensity. And the game is richer because of his presence. Absolutely. And, It'll um, be weird to not have him on the field this year, I think he's going to show honest. up this year. He's recovering from a knee injury from a Spartan race. He'll oh, be okay. back. I have every belief that he'll be back. Um, I'm really excited, though, John, because we have – 
possibly a vintage American football game the day after Thanksgiving. I'm trying to make that happen. We'll have more information about that. But, uh, you know, certainly I'm very excited for about for November 6th. Uh, Saturday at 9:30 a.m. We're gonna sing that. We're gonna have the national anthem. We're gonna do the coin flip, and 30 of my really good friends and new acquaintances are gonna play in my favorite game of the year, the Gridiron Growler game. Yep, I agree. It's gonna be a great time. I cannot wait. I just hope and pray that I don't have to go out there with the backpack blower this year and clear off the lines. I think we're gonna have a crisp, cool day. Maybe some flurries, and uh, it's just gonna be. It's always a great day when we're playing and. At our age, it's about the strenuous life. It's about camaraderie and sportsmanship and safety. Yep. And I, that's my final words at the, at, the, at the game talk. Hey, we all have kids. We all have uh, – or if we don't have kids, we have jobs that we need to be to on Monday. So let's take it easy. Let's have fun. That's right. Also play Safety a great game. first, no head injuries. Everything else is on the table. Very good. Hey, John, this has been a real pleasure. We've been talking about this a long time. And, uh, you know, if, if you're listening and you're a player – we hope that you enjoy the game, and if you aren't a player and if you want to swing by and check it out and see a bunch of guys uh, running down the field and uh, kind of playing semi-tackle ball, we hope you can make it. Uh, otherwise, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled episodes uh, next week when yes, we hope sir. to inter- get some interviews in. And, uh, John, always a pleasure. Next week we can get into a little little brief recap on the game, and I wish you the best of luck, sir, as the captain of the uh, Cascade Village Commanders from the uh, captain of the Whitneyville Growlers. I wish you the best of luck. And you as well, sir. We will play with high spirits. We will have fun, and we will uh, we will raise a toast to our comrades uh, at the stinking drink directly afterwards. Very good. See you next week. Thanks, John. Take care, my friend.